do 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 cue intro music welcome back to sorry we're open i'm Lindsay and i'm jess and here we are Why are you still here? Actually, I know exactly why you're still here. We're funny. All right. Welcome back. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Welcome back to Sorry We're Open. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jess. And Jess just chipped her tooth. So I, I did, in fact, chip my tooth on the podcast microphone, and I'm feeling very uneasy about it. Yeah, so we'll see how the rest of this episode goes, because all she's doing is like, playing with her tooth now she's like it's uneven it's uneven it's uneven you can see this i can't see it from over here i mean on zoom but Lindsay, if you were up close and personal with my tooth you would see it and we know how i feel about i'm I'm a little ocd and it's not not good but it's fine i'll go see my dentist who's a very kind fellow and it's two blocks from my fellow he's a kind fellow i'm sorry i just he's also kind of hot but like He's a hot young dentist. So go get your damn tooth fixed. I know. I guess that's what I'm going to have to do. So we'll see if we can get through this episode without getting distracted about it. That's fine. I'm just going to really try not to think about my tooth. And And we'll see where that takes us. It's probably not going to take us anywhere. I'm going to really think about my tooth because I can feel it every time my tongue touches it. Anywho. On that note. um, (laughs) So uh, we're we're back. We are back. This is kind of crazy. Back. It's like kind of back in the New York groove. Wait, guys, last I suggested to Lindsay that <laughs> in order <laughs> for our first big marketing thing back should be us imitating the iconic scene between Zach Efron and Corbin Blue singing The Boys Are Back. In High School Musical 3, to be specific. Obviously, I don't. Why, wh- duh. <laughs> um, Some people don't know. And I'm just confused why Lindsay wasn't all over this incredible idea. I wasn't not all over it. I just Lindsay, you were not as excited. I had to pull up the video for you to even <laughs> consider it. And she was like, oh, these moves are too hard. And I was like, Lindsay, come on. I did the jazz square in college. You can do this. So, yeah. And I took hip hop dance in college. So I feel like I could probably do this. But I just, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work because it's it's a it's a duo. So, like. We would have to record on, on our own time because we are recording this over Zoom. Uh, so we are not with each other. So, you know, we'd have to like mash well, Lindsay, I, I was thinking we would have to get together and do it. I don't think Zooming, doing the boys are back is going to work. I think we Okay, well, we need a flagpole. And <laughs> okay, we'll use a tree. You're just not thinking outside the box, Lindsay. Okay, we, well, I guess. We use a tree. <laughs> we can get a camera. We can do it in a public park. It'll be hilarious. We need a fake car. Oh god. We can get like we can get one of those toy toy tykes cars, you know the ones I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, We're well, doing this, guys. Stay tuned. Okay. All right. Well actually you might you might see it because if we're gonna use it for propaganda, it might be propaganda. It's not propaganda. <laughs> Let's use the word propaganda before we start, so now it's in the forefront. Marketing. Uh, you, propaganda. Anyway. Anyway, anyway I, so you know, I guess we'll up- <laughs> We're not good. So we used to be so good in the studio, not ever talking over each other, but we're getting back into the rhythm. Um, we so are, we are. So just go, let, like, 
go with the flow with us. You know, we're trying our best out here. So, yeah, we're over Zoom. This is our fourth take because we couldn't get any of our technology to work. Um, we were like echoing, and it just wasn't I a good look. My tooth, like. <laughs> It's fine. How many? This is too loud. Uh, yeah. What do, do you even know what gain is on a microphone? Uh, look at me. And then my my foster dog was crying. So obviously, mama. as a good mother, I, mama, I had to go check on mama. Mama is fine. She was just whining, but she anywho, missed, she missed so. her mama. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> she sleeps in my bed, or Taylor's bed, my roommate. But um, she's a sweet angel. If anyone's looking to adopt a dog, which. This will come out when she's probably already adopted, which is emo. Anywho, whatever. Anywho, so we're back. It's been a full year since you heard our two lovely voices on a microphone. Yeah, I'm sure you you missed you missed us for sure. I missed us personally, but I mean, so did I. I think that yeah. I think that the pod provided such a good creative outlet in college that I just simply do not have an adult life. Yeah, no, Jess and I were trying to write, um, you know, scripts, not even scripts, just like basic outlines for future episodes. And I just, I have like no creative juices at all. You know, Jess is like, oh, so have you finished that outline? I'm like, well, about that. <laughs> well, I just feel like we're in such a, an odd place. Like, I was gonna say, if you say unprecedented times, I will no, kill you. I would love to be in precedented times. I would love a precedented time to occur. Um, What I was going to say is that I think I, like, I just don't, I don't often make space for it because, you know, I work from home. And so I work from home all day. I exercise. I eat dinner. And by the time prior to, like, December, then I was just, like, watching TV and going to bed. I've tried to get a little bit better in the past month or so. But, like, there's not, like, a lot of time. And I don't. I love my job, but I, I, I wouldn't say that I'm, like, the creativity that the pod allows me to have, I don't think, like, exists in, like, a nut. I'm sure it does in some jobs, but in my job, it does not. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I think that's difficult, this, you know, trying to be creative, trying to, like, feel the need to be productive, and I think throughout my time since the beginning of the pandemic I can't even you know say quarantine because like we've been in and out and like it's been a a mess a shit show to say the least um but I think the time since the pandemic I've I've felt this need to like be productive and I just can't be productive and then that makes me feel like shit and then I feel like I feel like shit then I can't be productive and it's like this endless cycle and you know I think doing something that's fun and creative like the podcast is so important and I think it's gonna boost boost the the good levels in my brain the serotonin and dopamine Uh, we love those good positive neurotransmitters yes we do I was hoping you were gonna say the word for it because I didn't know but (laughs) so I mean like I guess I could say a lot has happened in the last year like I for the world but I guess we'll break it down to an individual level because yeah, I think you're going to unpack what happened in the world in the past year in the second yeah, episode, think, maybe two. Yeah, uh, maybe four seasons. Um, <laughs> I think that, like, so Lindsay and I were thinking, like, okay, like, what was going on a year ago when we found out the podcast wasn't wasn't going to be a thing that was going to be able to occur um, without a studio or without proper equipment or without, I don't know, being in the same sphere 
Um, yeah, the same city. <laughs> yeah, and so like a a year ago, we had just. We, I mean, when I found out that college was over, I was in. We were in the Fort Lauderdale airport, coming home from spring break. Yeah, and what an airport to be in. Let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. We. I remember we. I opened that email, and everybody you could have heard a pin drop at the gate, and then someone starts like crying and calling their mother, and then it was just like a scene. Yeah, point. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I remember getting onto the tarmac, like crying. Like my brother texted me. He was like, "I love you. Like it's gonna be, it's gonna be okay." <laughs> I was like, "This is only like a two week delay." But like at this point, you know, I, I had come to realize that like other universities were shutting down for the rest of the semester, and like all the stuff. Uh, about coronavirus was really coming to light and like how dangerous it actually is and I remember thinking I'm like it's it's not going to be just two weeks I, I I wanted it to be but I I knew in that moment I was like oh this is there goes there goes college <laughs> yeah, and I think it's it's funny because when I reflect I'm like man was my head in the sand like and I think you know a lot of people's head were really deep in the sand because I remember I was taking a, like a healthcare and media class and we were, we had been talking like in the month of February, like right before I went on a, not one, but two planes to get to the Bahamas. And I remember we, we talked about how like the media was creating this like scare tactic that was making coronavirus seem so much worse. And they, at that point were still putting out statistics comparing the coronavirus to the flu. And they were like, well, the flu kills more people every year than the corona has. And I just, I kind of, I'm like, wow, we were so naive. Like, oh yeah. I was I, sitting in a class and talking. And I mean, even like on our podcast, like we did an episode with Evan where he talked about the impact on Asian Americans. And in that episode, we used those statistics that had come out about the flu, comparing the flu to Corona. And I think that's insane to reflect on now a whole year later. I'm like, I, we had no idea. I don't, we, I don't know who knew, but it wasn't us. No. And, you know, we, we as a society and the scientists and everybody, like, we have so much more of an understanding now of what coronavirus is and, you know, how it affects people. But, and I think there's still more to learn, but it's so crazy. You're right. Because we were going on a plane. Like, I remember, like, this sounds so bad, but I'm, we're being honest here. I remember laughing at the people like uh, a bunch of us went on spring break and I remember there were a handful of people who like brought masks I was like that's silly like coronavirus is not a thing here like it's it, like not gonna affect us like not a big deal like why do you have a mask and I think it's now crazy. I'm like oh my god I was a freaking huge idiot well I remember I um like a friend on the plane was handing out like like sanitizing wipes for the chairs and like that, and the things and I remember being like maybe I should just wipe it down and so I did because like but I remember after the fact being like well then I got on another plane and then I went into a resort where there were a lot of people and I I can't imagine being around that many people no absolutely not and I mean I did bring I brought wipes and I wiped down you know everything in the, the plane but I just I, I guess we didn't realize it was airborne at the time. Like, I just, I knew nothing. And I'm, like, embarrassed at how little I knew, you know, a year ago. And I think 
like you said earlier, Jess, like a lot of people didn't know, but it's just. I'm like, I mean, this is probably a topic for another episode, but thinking about like, we are both college educated, you know, women. And I think thinking about the way in which, you know, government and other organizations spread information about this and the, like the lack of and, and in some ways they they didn't know but in some ways I think in a lot of ways they did know and they really promoted like I remember quoting that whatever that stat was on the flu vaccine a lot in conversation and to think that that was just utter bullshit coming out of my mouth and so I think like And I mean, that's just on like the global level. Like, then I think about like what the last year has changed in myself. And it's like, I I barely recognize college Jess. Yeah. I mean, having known both Jesses, I guess I would say. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I mean, you grew up, I grew up, I think, you know, we all kind of had to, we graduated. I'm using air quotes because, you know, obviously we didn't have a ceremony Um, so it still feels kind of surreal a little bit, but I think a lot was happening. A lot is still happening in the world with Black Lives Matter and coronavirus and everything else. So I just, I think there was a lot of learning to do. Oh, I totally agree. If I were to reflect on like a year where I have like learned the most, about both myself and other things, it would definitely be this year. I mean, I think this year gave us an unprecedented, I mean, this is a really privileged thing to say, and I definitely want to acknowledge that out loud, that like, I I didn't start work till July, so that was multiple months living at home with my parents, and then, you know, have worked from home since. So like, I want to acknowledge that like, I'm aware of how privileged it is that I've had time to read articles and pick up new hobbies because there are plenty of people in this world who have not. Right. And you have a job too. Like, (laughs) so, but I just want to acknowledge that before I move on because I don't, no, absolutely. I don't want anyone listening to think, oh man, Jess thinks she has it so hard. But I think like I had the privilege of having a lot of time to really like carve out space for myself where I could think like, okay, Jess, like you've moved to a new city you live, you know, you started a new job, you live in a new place, like, like, what do you, what do you want that to look like? Like, what do I want my adult life to, my adult life, quote unquote, I'm like still an adult in training for sure, but like, (laughs) what do I want my adult life to look like? What, like, what's important to me? And like, I spent a lot of time, you know, reading articles, reading books, like, educating myself, because I think something like, that's always struck me is like, the, and it's not a new movement, but like the the tagline, like it's not enough to be not racist. You have to be anti-racist. And I think that that's something that's con- continues to push me every day to like, you're, there's never enough. I'll never get to a point where I'm like, yep, I've learned it all. We're good. Like smile, two thumbs right. up. Like, I, you'll <laughs> never get there. That doesn't exist. And so I think that that has really held true to me and like, or that, that like that line has really resonated with me and like really helped me continue to push to do that work and I think that's why when I think about the reason I came back to the podcast and I asked Lindsay and we talked about like do we really want to do this was because I think the podcast provides 
a space to have those conversations to keep learning. And like, and that's definitely something I really took away from this year. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know that like, obviously we learned a lot ourselves and, you know, we plan on having a bunch of guests who learn thing and who learned things and who are going to help us, you know, teach us and, you know, about everything in the world and not just, you know, not just coronavirus, not just Black Lives Matter and, you know, maybe like abortion and like politics and, you know, things like that. And so I'm just, I'm excited to have this platform back to be able to talk about those topics and, you know, to kind of continue on this journey of learning. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess, Linz, what have you been up to? That's a great, that's a great question. Um, So like I said earlier, graduated, air quotes, college. Um, My diploma is sitting in my childhood bedroom in which I work from. So (laughs) I started work about like last July and I've been working from home ever since. And so it's kind of a really interesting concept trying to, you know, navigate adult life and navigate work life and, you know, navigate what I guess one could call a social life in the time of, you know, coronavirus, like trying to hang out outside, socially distance with people in the freaking really cold weather, but then also like trying to make connections with my coworkers online, which is insane to me because when you're in the office, you can just like go up and like tap people on the shoulder, be like, Hey, what's up? But you know, so that, I, I mean, that's what I've been doing. I've been working from home and <laughs> from my childhood bedroom. I, I am ideally moving out very soon, which is very exciting to me. Not that I don't love my parents. I do, but I'm excited to, you know, get my own place and my own space and not be surrounded by like these bright blue, blue walls and like memorabilia from high school, which, you know, is <laughs> peaked in high school. No. <laughs> and she was like super cool in high school. I was like really cool. Um, <laughs> I was prom queen. No. <laughs> she was prom queen, I was. guys. I was. But She's very proud of that one. <laughs> um, it was luck of the draw, just so everyone knows I was, my name was picked out of a hat. But I think just having so much alone time is like almost too much so I mean we could get into that but like that's what I've been doing I guess in a nutshell is like working from home being alone like facetiming friends cooking you know that's about it tell the pot about your exciting cooking journey Lindsay that is exciting that is exciting stay tuned um but no I agree like I think before this year I didn't think I could spend time alone very well like people who know me know me as like a huge people person like I'm I would say very affectionate I I love people and so the thought that the amount of hours I have spent alone this year is probably more than I've spent in the last 10 years and what I've come to notice is I actually do not hate spending time with just me what a concept Um, (laughs) I know it's, it's really surprising but like I really like to like really gotten back into reading um especially in the last six months and um I really like to go to the farmer's market by myself listen to a podcast or listen to um some good music and just walk um I like I've started knitting 
I might be 65, but it's fine. (laughs) I cook. I mean, I've really tried to carve out enjoyable alone time. Like, because I think I always thought I needed other people. Like, I always had, like, this, like, I need people. I need people. And so, like, Mm -hmm. I'd like to just, like, be able to need me. Just need me. So that's definitely something I've noticed. Right. Absolutely. And I think, you know, there's also a difference between, like, forced alone time and then, you know, wanting to actually have alone time and I so I think I've had a lot of forced alone time which is just like driving me up a wall but there are times you know where I do like go out for a run Jess and I are doing couch to 10k um yes ladies you're listening to or not ladies dang it sorry we are you could do it you heard it here first people we are going to we are training to run a 10k and then I think I'm going to try to convince Lindsay, but I'm planning to run the Philly Broad Street 10-miler in May, so maybe Lindsay will run it with me. Yeah, just like a casual birthday, like 10 miles. I don't know. (laughs) Happy birthday. Here's 10 miles. (laughs) But yeah, so I I agree. I think going back to like what Jess was saying, like finding stuff that you like to do and that's enjoyable. You know, I blast my music. I like my like one eardrum is like kind of pulsating sometimes which I don't think is a good thing no that's (laughs) can confirm with my lack of medical degree back right but you know I've been blasting my music and just you know I got a record player back here I don't know if you could see it but um spending my money no well that's true I forgot that um Jess and I are recording this over zoom and even though this is recording our faces that not you will see not our faces we look I, pretty right now <laughs> i'm a gremlin right now i just i because i work so i also work from home i was um, just gonna i was gonna say yeah we we had we had to circle back we got off tangent but but we're back um <laughs> so i moved to philadelphia in july um and i started my full-time job working from home and i will be working from home through the end of june so I will spend my entire first year working, working from my kitchen table in my apartment. Um, so, so there's that. Um, but I live in a really nice apartment with two great roommates. So I like really can't complain at all. Like I, I feel really lucky that I had the chance to move, to move out. I love my parents deeply, but I needed my own space and I'm glad, definitely glad I have it. <laughs> yeah. So this has been quite the ride, I would say. Yeah, and I mean, I have a foster dog right now, which is something I've wanted for, like, forever. Um, and I keep telling Jess she should keep the dog, but... Okay, you... I've mama is amazing. Keep mama. Um, but I have the best foster dog. She's an angel. But that's something I've wanted to do for a long time that I've gotten to do. Um, we walk together. Um she's she's a really really sweet girl but I think so so essentially like I I've I've developed some kind of adult life in Philly of course I wish that it included more fun bars and live music but alas that will come someday bars live music people what are these foreign concepts you are talking about no literally though like literally what like what would like if I would kill for someone to bump into me you know, public setting. Oh God! Ugh. I haven't been bumped into in a bar with loud music. What is a bar? I don't even know what one does there. 
but uh, but yes, I digress. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm like so, uh, like a bunch of my friends have moved out, including Jess, and you know, I I see them, you know, like in their apartments and like traversing the city, you know, like exploring the like little nooks and crannies. I'm like, I'm so jealous. I'm like itching to get out, and and I will, and I'm excited. But you know, living in the burbs outside New York with my parents, um, I guess you know, was not initially how I thought that my post-grad life would start. But I don't think I could have (laughs) predicted the start to post-grad that we've had. Like, I don't think ever. Yeah. So like, this is one of those ones they say it's, well, I don't know if it's in a lifetime, but I hope it's only once. I hope I only live through one pandemic. (laughs) Fingers crossed. (laughs) I guess who knows? But I mean, so, like, I guess we can kind of talk about, like, where the pod's going. Yeah, I mean, you know, we talked about ourselves and where we've been in the past year, but I think we should look forward now to the future. Yeah, I mean, so when we kind of sat down, we were like, all right, like, what, what's staying? What's getting kicked to the curb? Like, and I okay. think, like, what we remembered is that the core of the podcast definitely remains the same. Right, having these open and honest communications communications communication <laughs> communications where i'm talking like i'm at a meeting like it's insane like oh, i've just been sitting in fucking meetings for and i love i love my job just disclaimer but i've been sitting in meetings now for like just in case any of her co-workers months. are listening she loves her job no stop that sounds sarcastic but i really do <laughs> no i also really love my job i feel really lucky because i don't think any, everybody has that kind of experience so i definitely yeah, I'm absolutely. Really lucky to love my job. <laughs> yes, but I guess back to the point, you know, th- like Jess was saying, the core of the podcast remains the same in that, you know, we want to have these open, open and honest conversations and we want to have them with each other, me and, me and Jess, and we want to have them with you, the listener, and we want you to have them with everybody else. Bring it back exactly. to the kitchen table. Yeah, exactly. I think that... I think now more than ever that message we want to come through harder because I think when I, when I reflect on the past year, though I've had a lot of important conversations and I've thought a lot about important things, I think one thing I've noticed about myself is that for certain topics, particularly ones that seem really difficult or really stressful or very intense have become harder to talk about with someone who I know is going to disagree with me. Um, I think we went through probably one of the most tumultuous election cycles I hope to ever see in my lifetime. And I think it made, it closed me off more than I'm willing to own up to. I think in some ways it's appropriate. Some people have behaved poorly, but in other ways, I think if I'm going to sit here on a podcast and preach about openness and having open conversation, I have to be willing um, to listen to stuff that's hard. And so I think when I reflect on one way the podcast is going forward is I really want to think, at least for me, I really want to think about the why, like understanding where someone is coming from, you know, what shaped that, what influenced that, what made them believe what they currently believe so strongly. Because I think that brings a level of humility to people, which I think has sometimes been lost. Um, especially when you disagree with someone, it's hard to 
it's hard to still have that humility. So I think if I understood, because I've always been interested in the why, why people would do what they do, why they say what they say, why they believe what they believe. So understand that why, even if I still vehemently disagree with them, I think gives me more humility and will help me like kind of open those, those parts that got a little closed. Yeah. And I, and I agree with you to an extent. I think, you know, there are some things that you could disagree on and to me there's others you cannot, but, and, and I know that that's why we're having this conversation, but I think there are certain things that I just am perfectly honest. I'm not willing to understand other people's points of view. And, and I think everyone kind of knows what I'm talking about in, <laughs> in this specific scenario, because, you know, I do, I like to think that I'm pretty good at seeing other people's points of view and like having an open mind about everything. But there's something about the supporters of the recent ex-president. Um, I don't even want to give him the satisfaction of saying his name, but I think there's something about that that I just, I cannot and will not ever understand why those people thought the way they did. And I just, and I don't really care to, to be honest. Yeah. And I mean, I think that I agree with you in certain sentences that there are specific things that I think are non-negotiable and like, like I'm not willing to entertain, but I still of those things want to understand like what got you there. Like, yeah. Yeah. What got like really what got you there? Like, okay. Like, so thinking of our, our ex president, like supporters, like there are some perspectives as a, you know, white female from New Jersey that I don't have. And I'm, I'm not in any way, I'm going to make it abundantly clear, agreeing with absolutely anything he did. But to me, understanding, I just think it's interesting to think that someone views the same thing so differently than me. Yes. And I would love to know why they think that because exactly. it's, it's it, it, in my opinion, it's wrong. Yes. I'm not saying, but I think the, po- the point for me is, so what got you there? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, to think of a really basic example for myself, like, I grew up with a lot of strong female role models, and I think that influenced me being a feminist. Like, I grew, I grew up where my mom and dad told me that, like, I could do anything a boy could do and that there was no limit on my success. And, of course, that's ex- an extremely privileged place to be in, but I think that is that, along with a lot of things growing up, has rooted in me, like, a very strong feminist sense. And that's a really basic example. I could get into a lot of more nuanced things, but understanding where someone's coming from just gives perspective. I'll still probably think you're absolutely wrong about certain things, (laughs) but I think being able to tolerate that is something I've felt like I've lost um, in the last year with all the misinformation, with all the somewhat toxic um, environment that's been created somewhat (laughs) (laughs) like extremely toxic to the point where I I, like someone I like really like to be informed and it came to a point where I was on the phone with our friend Miriam and I was like I can't the news literally triggers me the news literally makes me like 
insane. And so to kind of wing my very long-winded point back (laughs) that I really want to have meaningful conversation where I can just understand with someone, my ultimate goal would be to have a meaningful conversation with someone I really disagree with. Like a hot button issue for me because being able to have that humility back is like really important for me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And you brought up a lot of good points and, you know, even like, even like we're disagreeing slightly on, you know, like the certain nuances of, having conversations with people you disagree with but um but it'd be really I think that's boring if we agreed that's true that's true I mean we are very similar in a lot of ways but I'm glad we don't have you know the same brain and we don't agree on everything because I, well, think, and I think it'll be interesting for how we because while Lindsay might not enjoy it she's come on this journey and she's gonna she's gonna do it and so <laughs> I think it'll be interesting like that's a that's a challenge. I mean, it's a challenge. It's going to be a challenge for me. I'm talking a big game right here. But yeah. if anyone has seen me pop off, I, I, I have a fuse. It exists. Sometimes it takes a little while to get there. But like when we get there, it's a scene <laughs> a little bit. So like I think there will be some conversations where I have to like mute my microphone and like scream and feed oblivion in my apartment and then like pull it together because like, we're humans who will disagree. And that's – I mean like-minded people. There's this whole theory that like you – of course, I'm not going to remember the name of it. Maybe Lindsay will come up with it. But basically, it says you seek out information that agrees with what you already believe. Oh, yeah. I can't remember the name of it either. But yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I think it's cognitive dissonance. <gasps> I think you're right. Jess mm-hmm. is currently looking it up right now. So. Oh, okay, now I don't know if it's... <sighs> now I want to know. <laughs> Evidently, it's not cognitive dissonance. Uh, confirmation bias confirmation bias yes 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 yeah so there's this psychological theory that you seek out information that agrees with your point of view and that's why people get so rooted because like and so I think the thing is like yes most of the time Lindsay and I will agree and sometimes for good reason because we're talking about human right issues and I don't really think there's you know the the other side of that but Mm. Lindsay's (laughs) face guys I really wish you could have just seen Lindsay's reaction to that one but um but the point still is for me that being able to at least sit at that table and have that conversation is important to me because we're allowing others because then we're learning from each other. We're learning from them. Maybe we don't really want to learn anything from them, but I'm at least understanding where someone comes yeah. from. Yeah, and absolutely. And I think that what I'm going to say next could be probably a whole nother like episode, but the sense that like I'm on Twitter and social media is just like an echo chamber and like you know on Twitter you follow the people you want to follow and same thing with Instagram so you're going to see the content that like you want to see and you know I I know some people who like purposely follow disagreeing viewpoints from their own on like those social medias and I'm like that's more than I could do I mean and you know maybe this podcast will help me like find myself in that sense and like follow people that I don't agree with and like see what they're thinking but anyway I I, just start somewhere yeah exactly 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 so that's a yeah so like that's the pod you no go ahead I was just gonna say the pod you know and love still exists it's just it's just growing up like a little we're like moving from like like 
elementary school to like middle school and maybe like high school. We're like, we're just getting older. Yes. And you know, obviously we're going to try to keep an air of levity around the show. Of course, I probably won't be talking about my diffmos um anytime soon there are no dance floors um and there are no there are no dfs and there are no mo's now so (laughs) there's none of that the thought of kissing someone has like fear the thought of like kissing a like a stranger at a bar is just oh my god without being like could you please tell me where you have been for the last six weeks (laughs) but they also could have contracted the coronavirus entering the bar so can you really kiss anyone ever right exactly so never again but you know we've graduated from that kind of aspect but I think we're still obviously going to talk about the struggles and the funny moments of adult life you know like don't you worry there are plenty yeah I was just gonna say there are plenty circling back to the beginning of the episode when Jess uh cracked her tooth on a microphone so (laughs) Yeah, and I'm gonna have to use, I'm gonna have to file a claim with insurance, which is the grossest adult activity. Uh, yeah. Insurance. Oh my god, I got my W two the other day, and I was like, taxes. Then, like, I was gonna say taxes. Taxes are coming around the corner, and like, my parents, I think, are gonna get an accountant. So I'm like, I'm just gonna tax. I would like to shout out to Denise. <laughs> Denise was like. So I'm not paying for the accountant to do your taxes, but if you want to pay him, he'll do them as part of ours. And I was like, here you go. Take my, I was like, like, take take my money. money. (laughs) Like take it because, oh God, tax. If you do your own taxes, you have like a billion extra points in my book. That is incredible. Incredible. I don't have it. Yeah. And honestly, I was going to say something about taxes, but. It's been it's been a long day. I'm gonna be honest with you. I yeah, I, guys. For transparency, it took us four takes to start this. So like, we didn't start recording till like 30 minutes into our meeting, which is we have a weekly meeting, guys. It's like going on a date <laughs> with Lindsay every week. It's honestly like one of the best parts of my week. I'm really not gonna lie, but yeah, it I took us a while that. to it took us a while to get going, and you know, I feel like we're coming towards the end now because I could tell. Both of us are getting a little circular in our sentences. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I'm still going to end it the same way. So you can follow us on Instagram at Sorry We're Open Podcast. Since I can't do follower recruiting in person anymore. No, you. she can't bully you to follow the pod. (laughs) I'm going to now bully you via the thing. And I – via the thing. The the podcast. Mm, There you go. You know, you might receive it things other ways. And – if um, you're interested in being a guest, it is still BYOT. Bring your own topic. And we would literally love to have you talk about literally anything. It could be funny. It could be crazy. It could be maybe your life was in fact changed. Something cool and fun happened to you. Anything we, you're passionate about. We want to hear. Yeah. We're still, and like maybe you can think of a topic that you think me and Lindsay will absolutely disagree with you about, and that could be fun for Lindsay. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so DM us, text us, carrier pigeon, smoke signal. And actually, also email us because there are some people who don't know us personally in real life. So, so it's sorry we're open podcast at gmail.com. Yes, it is. We will, I will answer that. 
Lindsay's doing the that. editing. So okay, yeah, okay, that's true. Or being Lindsay's doing the editing. Yeah. This is not an Alex Cooper, Sophia Franklin situation. We're even on our work ethic. If you followed the Call Her Daddy podcast drama, we're even on our work ethic. Lindsay edits, and I handle a bunch of other random things. Yeah. Oh, also, don't you worry, guys. We exciting news. We have a social media intern. I was just gonna shout her out, Lizzie. Hey, Lizzie. Hello, Lizzie. Lizzie's our social media intern. Thank goodness. I know you're so happy to see a revamp from the Instagram because we are. We're super stoked. Um, not that we like couldn't do Instagram, but like we couldn't do Instagram. We couldn't do Instagram. You so know, Lizzie so. has come up with so much fun content. So if you have thoughts on that, you can say hello to her on the Insta. We'll still be on there occasionally, but Lizzie's definitely going to take the reins on that one. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah. 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 So stay tuned for a lot more, a lot more stuff. We've got, we've got a thick agenda. We do. And if you know anything about us is that we love agendas. So I love a plan. (laughs) All right. Um, Peace and love, my friends. Yeah. Yeah. um, Season's greetings. That's not right. (laughs) That's definitely not right. Try again. Oh, that's all I got for tonight, folks.